Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wheel of What? Again, another chapter to, to go. Chapter four. The Gleeman. Yeah. So <laughs> so now we've we've been officially introduced to Tom Merlin. Marilyn. You might as well just call him Merlin because Merlin is just the old wise dude in any real story. Yes, Not, but it is pronounced Marilyn. Marilyn. It, it is. It it is Tom Marilyn. Now Attempting not to be spoilerish, pay attention to him. Tom Marilyn, big character, important character. Hmm. Um, let's see what else, and the one thing I always took away from like my first introduction to him to me was who's this pompous ass that's so full of himself like <laughs> <laughs> you know i was kind of trying to figure out myself on um, why is this guy so arrogant he is he's very arrogant and he's grand and you expect him to be speaking with a big, deep voice, and he's coming up and let me tell you real tales of adventure. But <coughs> he comes off arrogant, but very respectful. Uh, I do have to point that out. He does come off respectful, though. Well, it's because he knows royalty or knows how to treat those that are higher on the um, social scale than him so that he can stay out of trouble. Um, uh, very true. <laughs> so that that's okay. You get that. Um, and they bring that up because at one point in time, I think they mentioned in this chapter that he was a court bard. Um, if they didn't, sorry. Uh, you didn't spoil anything. I mean, the lady, uh, um, lady Maureen, Maureen, yeah, lady Maureen. Mm -hmm. Yes, Moraine. She actually calls him Master Bard because of his tales of working in the court. Right, right. Okay, so so they did they did allude to the fact that he was a court bard, and and that's actually a different different level of entertainer. Um, the artisans for different things hold their trade with with extreme passion in these, in this series. Um, passion and prejudice. Uh, yes. Oh my God. Yes. If, if you are not in, you are, you are simply not in and don't know. Um, so it's like fireworks. They, that's the big, that's one of the big things where they're talking about how they're going to be having fireworks for this, this bell time. The, uh, the people that make fireworks, 
tightly guard their their secrets on how they make fireworks. It's something that yeah. is not known by anybody. Now, I do have to point out that while reading this, kind of learned that Tom is a jack of all trades because he's very talented. He could actually juggle six balls, three in each hand. Mm-hmm. That is talent, my friend. Oh, dude, no. I mean, he's like in his 40s or 50s, and he is a tumbler, so he can do somersaults, backflips, flips in the air, I'm not a, uh, I, I, fly I, up a I, rope, I got, balancing acts, I mean, juggling. Like, he is an all-around had, entertainer. Okay, I got. I understand that, because, I mean, some of the town villagers were requesting things like him playing the flute, the harp. I think harpsichord was one. But I mean, not harpsichord, but the, it's a it's a harp, yeah, the 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 whatever. Well, I said harp, but I mean something along those lines. And it's just that he's very well rounded in his field. He has to be, and that's part of what a gleeman is in this story. The gleeman is is your all around entertainer. If you can imagine somebody that their entire life that is all they do is spin tales tell jokes, entertain, they sing, they and, anything having to do with with entertaining on a stage, they can do. Okay, I know I might I might be going completely off left field here or right field, well maybe right field, but definitely not down the center on this one. <laughs> is I have this odd feeling that the story is going to take a, a twist where the gleeman starts telling the tale of two rivers and the false dragon. Nope. Speculation, you know. You 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 can go with that. You can go with that. Okay. Well, we'll consider that. Okay. We'll consider that your uh, your prediction for for. Uh, I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> I'm calling that a speculation right now. I'm not really calling it a prediction. I'm just saying it's a speculation. Because technically, because you do know that a speculation is different from a prediction. Oh, right, right. Um, and and the thing is is. We also get a chance to see uh, the Gleeman interact with Moraine, as you mentioned. Yes, um, Lady Moraine. And and what was it? Uh, Master Ewin, Ewin, the young man with Lady Elaine Moraine. Lady wow, Moraine. I can't speak today. <laughs> Lady Moraine. <laughs> Don't mind me getting over um, migraine. Uh, <laughs> but. The okay, so his his reaction is immediate and severe. Like he immediately goes, "Oh, uh, what are you doing?" He starts bowing and everything. Right. He starts doing the whole bowing and everything, giving her her respect, and he continues to keep doing it, even though she's already stated. I'm not not word for word. This is just me kind of summarizing it. Right. She's already stated. We're not going to be pompous here. Right. And in her own way. And she said, now, we're not going to be pompous. Let's just get on with the story. Knowing who she is and knowing what she is for the future She's of the story. Noble. Knowing who she is and knowing what she is for the story. Yes. I completely understand why he's doing this because he knows who and what she is. Yeah, but not many people in the town really know who she is because she's been staying low-key. 
they suspect. And and that would be the smaller wheel that apparently has a kitty right now. Yep, there's a kitty. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He had to, he had to announce this for everybody to hear. Yep. But that poor cat. The loved. what and who Moraine is is um is something that's going to be something we're going to talk a lot about this as we go through the book. I have a feeling that we will get more into it because it's she seems like one of those characters that's just going to be there that needs to be shown off who's going to have more information than you would think. She's that annoying smart person that knows so much that only releases it in little bits when it's going to be the most useful and the least harmful and not enough information to actually give you what you want to know because you don't need to know it at that time. Basically like I, you, you reworded what I basically said. Yeah. It's, it, it's in your own way. She knows way she too damn much. Has a ton of information. She yeah. knows way too yeah. damn much, and she never lets anybody know anything more than they absolutely have to know. And she likes to keep people on their toes because she likes to be the one in charge. And this is slightly spoilerish, um, but it's brought up in the next chapter, so I don't feel too guilty. Uh, know that. Everything she says, all of it, is true. Hmm. Everything okay. she says is true. Which brings us to a question, but I think the little wheel is the one that had that question. Oh, yes. I don't even remember which, which one that is, but we'll go question. question it was the first time. question, I believe. One question at a time here. Uh, let me go. I got to change input devices. Ding. Wait, no, I don't. We're going to go with the, uh, we got to introduce the, the little wheel here. Let's go. Questions from the smaller wheel. Why does Lady Maureen collect stories of two rivers? Oh, why does Lady Moraine collect stories of two rivers? Because two rivers is was not always just two rivers. That that's the short and simple of it. And any place that you ever go was not always what it is. If you if you meet people that have been there for generations and generations, you're going to know that there are stories that are why why they're still there or why their family was there is going to be completely different than who they are now. But that, that the basic reason is is that Two Rivers was was at one point something far more, far, far more than just some small farming village. That that's that's the basic and, and I'm trying not to get too spoiler spoilerish on these two. Uh <laughs> I mean let me take a quote out of the book real quick. The Lady Moraine collects stories. Ewan put in stories about things that happened in the two rivers. Though I don't know what ever happened to make a story of. And and that's the thing is that and you're going to hear some of these stories as the book goes through. Um, 
See, that's what I, I mean. It kind of leads into something with that. And I mean, right. that maybe that's why he asked that question. Right. Because it is. It does. It they kind of left that kind of left it open. But right. I think I was there, but they're going to bring it in further. Maybe is what I was thinking. Exactly. But I mean, you, you think about it, though, and and, you know, you look at Holly Eva town in, in on Oahu and. And you think, well, okay, so it's it's a lazy little beach town. Whatever happened there? Well, there was this one time a dude with a guitar. He got pretty popular there. And, and that's where he grew up. And that's where he got his stories from. You might know that song, The Banana Pancake. Yeah, that was him. And, <laughs> and, and things like that. You know, there, there's stories everywhere you go. Something that's more than what that area looks like. You know, there's some places where it's obvious. You know, I live in Vegas, and and it's obvious. We had the Rat Pack. We had we had mobsters here. We had, you know, everybody knows Dang. the stories from Vegas. But see, the, but it's like I I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. People have heard of Hell's Angels. They've heard mm-hmm. of, of course, the Italian Mafia, which right, is, right. <laughs> but right. uh, I mean, there's so much that people have heard of from different portions because of stories mm-hmm. stories help paint the picture of certain exactly. events exactly now, some stories are based on truth some stories are just elaborate hoaxes oh yeah oh yeah so anyway let's get on to the second question here let's see what he got why is the village council sending people to other villages Okay, so the village council is because of what they've heard about wars and stuff like that going on, they want to make sure that not only they have all the information because maybe people from one town over heard more, um, but they want to make sure that the people in that town hear what they have. So it's it's like, they're small farm towns that don't often get news, so when the news gets there, they try to pass it on as fast as possible. It's not like today when we got the internet and, you know, you can look up and it's like, oh, look, this happened in Hodunk, Hodunk whatever. You know, like we just had uh, Tiger Woods got into a massive car accident today, and he's he's got multiple okay. compound fractures. We know that because, Format. well, that, that happens. It's all over the net. It's all over the net. It's all yeah. over the news. We have so, now, the council doesn't just send people out for the information, though. They're trying to set out to the villagers. They're, they're setting other villages to try to set up a rotating guard down on the streets between the towns and mm-hmm. also have people that walk around town, kind of like a neighborhood watch in a way, mm-hmm. uh, to keep an eye out for suspicious people, like the false dragon if he shows up. Right, right. And and so that's that's that that's the main thing is it, it's it's information and and for safety because small towns don't have a lot of both. Uh, no, they don't. At least back then. At least back then. Now they have it all <laughs> because well, yay internet. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's see what Still that might third, not have a lot of safety. <laughs> let's see what that third question is. Who is the stranger skulking around town? Okay, so. I can't, that sounds like a spoiler. I I can't really answer the who. I mean, I can't. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be the dark cloaked man that 
Rand saw at the beginning of the story. Right. That's the stranger skulking around. And and the thing is, is I know who I I, I use that yes, I use that word who you loosely, but I know who that is. And we actually discover the name in the next chapter. See now, I and don't we think... learn what they are in the chapter after that. And... Okay. <laughs> well, I really don't think he is a soldier, though. He may be, but I don't think he is. Okay. Small details. All dressed in black. On a windy day when he's having a hard time keeping his cloak down, the wind does not disturb this black rider's cloak. It's different. Yeah, the cloak is lead-lined. <laughs> well, okay, that might be one answer. But, and... <laughs> the... The... Who that black rider is, that stranger skulking around town... But there's only two people that have seen him. Uh, See, that's what it comes down to. Hold on. No, no, no. At this point in time, there's only two people that have seen him. Mm-hmm. And the count, one of the council members even told Ran, you know, it's kind of suspicious. But once we start getting more witnesses, mm-hmm. we'll have a better idea. Um, Actually, more people have seen him because they do bring up in the chapter how when they were when they were going away that that wait am i going on the next chapter already it's towards the end of the chapter that's why okay I'm... yeah because they the conversation with with uh rand and his dad where he's like okay so what did you notice anything else about this black rider and then rand was surprised and it's like you believe me it's like well we wouldn't it, we wouldn't necessarily if it was just you or you and Matram, but Perrin also saw this, and so did, uh, and there was one other name that was brought up. So, yeah. the fact that... Uh, the other m- name... M- okay, Matt. Yeah, Matram. Perrin well, said, side long glance at Matt, we should try finding some others who've seen him. We've just about everyone in the village tonight Matt's scowl deepened, but he did not say anything. All of them understood that Perrin meant they should find witnesses who are more reliable mm-hmm. than Matt. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't laugh any louder tomorrow, Perrin added when Rand hesitated. And just as I soon have somebody else with us when we go to him, half the village would suit me fine. <laughs> and then it goes more into more witnesses certainly could not hurt. Well, yeah, more witnesses would never hurt. Um, and and actually, I think it was there was another one be right near the end because they, uh, was it right right at the end when when uh, Rand's dad pulled him off to the side and said, "Let's go, we got to get home." Uh, um, I believe that may that was uh. Hold on, I gotta get back into my pages here. Okay, no, because the last time they mentioned the witness in this chapter, um, 
is okay. Is basically when they start when they're talking about needing more witnesses wouldn't hurt, and if three of them had seen the fellow, others had to have two. Is what they're saying. What they say. Okay, so about I'm, the black I'm, cloaked man. I must have touched in on the next chapter then. Huh? Damn it! It's, well, the next time they talk about witnesses is in uh, a whole nother book. No. This book does not have no 3,000 pages to it, dude. <laughs> no, and, they okay. don't They don't specifically and, say witnesses. Um, oh, God. Why does it take so maybe long? Maybe they say witness. Um, um, yeah. That's it, because I don't catch witness again until a whole nother book. Sorry, I have a PDF that has one through ten other books. Oh, you have one PDF for the entire series? Wow. <laughs> Which is 3,859 pages. Wow. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, yeah, it's in another book, because all I did was search witness. Okay, see now here 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 it is. Festival Rand, if you'd seen him, you wouldn't want to Okay. They'll know soon enough, at least Perrin will. Matt, I'm not sure of. Uh word must have gotten to the farm as best it can. Uh Festival Rand said, Okay, perhaps so, Tam said placidly. He he could be a refugee in troubles from Galdean. And then it goes on, I hope that to, it frightens him off, but why do you believe me now when you didn't this morning? I had to believe my own eyes then, lad. And I saw nothing. Tam looked his, uh, shook his grizzled head. Only young men see this fellow, it seems. When Harold Luhan mentioned that Perrin jumping at shadows, then it all came out that John, John Thane's oldest son saw him too. And so did Sam Crowell's boy, Brady. So they, they have multiple, multiple people that have seen the Black Rider. And then it makes it so that it's more believable it, because they're, other than Matram, who who's a prankster by by nature, it, it it makes it more believable because mostly the other kids got a level head on their shoulders and they're and they're you know more forthright in things. So yeah, the the end the end result is that uh, he's they found out. You know they believe it. It's like oh wow, suddenly they actually believe the story that Bran and Matt were talking about. Back in chapter one, exactly. They were, they were. Oh, they, they're finally believing it. So they're taking it a little bit serious. That's part of the reason why they're sending out the security to the other towns. And yeah. I'm trying to think, is there, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else because that was right there at the end of the chapter. So it really most of this chapter though was about the Gleeman. It was about the Gleeman, was. but it was also, but it it gave good great context on you know. He naming a bunch of the stories he knows and can tell, mm -hmm. um, letting people, you know, giving in examples of instruments that he can play. You know, I really think that it summed him up pretty decently. Right. Who, well, at least who he was professionally, who he yes. is and as I a mean, person. Well, we're going to well, learn the chapter itself. Yeah. Well, the chapter itself has summed him up pretty much perfectly for what he does. 
Now, for who he is, I know that'll probably come up in later chapters due to character development of hope, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this chapter also set the tone for alliances of the villages. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it's... um, Oh, man. There's, there's so much that... Nope, can't do that one. Um, there's so much that, that goes into this story. And, and the reason why it takes three chapters of buildup before you get any action. Or, what? Well, wait, four chapters of buildup before you get any In this action. Case, four or five. <laughs> and, and, no, we, we're going to get, we're going to see some action on the next chapter. But four <laughs> chapters of buildup and... Is because it is such a gargantuan series. It's thirteen plus books, thirteen or fourteen books, and not even all of them are. You know, they're they're like inch and a half, two inches thick in paperback form. Um, so they're all rather large books, and they're very well written, very well developed. So. Yeah, there's a lot of buildup because these are characters that you're going to spend a lot of time with over a very long time to get through the whole series. So, anyway, That's folks. understandable. I think that just about covers Chapter 4, The Gleeman. From our point of view. From our point of view. So, <laughs> anyway, we're going to drop in our little theme song and, oh, where is it? Oh, right there. Hey come back okay and because i didn't set it up right we're gonna have the no. ladies and gentlemen welcome to the wheel of one i missed everything because i'm sitting here hitting two buttons at one time hitting the wrong buttons and making the wrong sounds we're both amateurs at this <laughs> And I'm waiting for a light to finish blinking. And... Yeah, I mean, you can always go back and pop this into Audacity real quick and throw the right file in. Oh, no, I'm going to just leave it like it is because, you know what? That's half the fun is not Making being perfect. Real. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the Wheel of What? So, once again, folks, I haven't set up a Facebook page. I haven't set up anything on this yet. I will be doing that. You can, you'll can, you be able to check us out there. We are on Spotify and a whole bunch of other uh, podcasting streaming services. Uh, listen to us every other week. I'm trying to come out on Wednesdays, folks. Enjoy, and we'll see you in a couple weeks for the next episode of The Wheel of One.